Is there anything quite like Friday Night Lights? High school teammates and friends gather with excitement to take on the opponent. The stands are electrified with eager parents and fans anticipating the competition. Coaches live out childhood dreams on the gridiron. High school football on Friday nights is a slice of the American dream. And at one Nashville school, when players look to the stands, they see parents, friends, and a slew of folks from the church down the street who just adore them. Hear that story right now on Action in Ministry. Inspiring you to be the hands. Empowering you to be the feet. Strengthening you to be the heart of Christ for others. Action. Action. Action in ministry. Hi, I'm Rachel Legute, and this is Action in Ministry. I don't have to think too hard to go back to those Friday nights, the crisp fall air, the bright lights over the field, your friends gathering all around to watch your other friends play on the field and cheer on your team to a victory. We're talking about football today, and even if you're not a fan, you can't deny the excitement of high school Friday night football under the lights. I want to introduce you to three guys from the Nashville area who caught the football fever and shared it with their congregation. It's not just about being fans, but about sharing the faith through times of fellowship. Senior Pastor Lane Reuter, Doug Worth, and Associate Pastor Eric Christensen, thanks for joining us today from Nashville. It is great to be here, Rachel. Great to be with you. Well, I'm so excited to have all of you guys here chatting with me today. I think the um, the energy is really exciting already. I kind of feel like we're gathered around um, in the stands just chatting. Yes, it is exciting, and uh, we're, we're glad to talk about this outreach ministry from our Savior. And thank you for having us. For sure. Well, I I mean, I love the Nashville area. It's so exciting. I mean, it has such a great reputation for music and um, just a great downtown area. And um, I'd love to hear a little bit about your community in Nashville and maybe a little bit about your church, Pastor Lane. Would you mind sharing? Yes. Well, Nashville is a growing city. It seems like everybody, at least the last five to 10 years, wants to move to Nashville. And the traffic will tell you that that's true. It always has traffic in Nashville. There's always something going on. Uh, A sporting event, uh, a a church event, uh, you name the event, music. And of course, we're the country music capital of the world here in Nashville. So uh, it is never boring in Nashville, Tennessee, but it's a great place. It's a great place for for family and for friends and and for tourists to come to. It's just a a very dynamic city, a fun city, uh, and and just very friendly all the way around. So so it's great. We love Nashville. When people come to Nashville, they want to stay here. They don't want to leave. That's the type of city uh, that we have in Nashville. Well, it sounds like such a vibrant community to be a part of. Pastor Eric, would you mind sharing a little bit about maybe the vibe of your congregation? What is and what the um, the attention to outreach is like there? Yeah, sure, Rachel. So uh, our congregation is awesome. I love being here. The people are very welcoming, even to country uh, guys like me, and. Uh, they, they just have open arms, and they really want to reach out to everyone. And we talk about that a lot, of uh, reaching out to the unchurched and de-churched and 
how we can make an impact in our community because Christ has already made an impact and he has first saved us and shown us his love. And so how can we share that with others? And I think everybody here really gets that um, idea. So so was the choice to look at the local football team a natural thing to look towards? Or how did you guys decide to get involved with the local football team? Well, I can tell you one day, it was uh, around four, four and a half years ago, I'm sitting in my office and I'm thinking, you know, who are our neighbors around here, around the church? And I was relatively new to the church at that time. And as the church, uh, you want to make a difference in the community with the gospel of Jesus Christ and with His love. That's what it's all about, getting that message out. And uh, we need to go where the people are. We can't expect them to come to us. We need to go to them. And I was thinking about who are our neighbors. And I happened to think, you know, there's Overton High School, which is literally our neighbor, you know, just several hundred yards down the road. And I was thinking, what do we know about them? Probably not too much. What do they know about us? And so that's where the thought started. And uh, I was thinking, you know, people in our congregation, they, they love football, they, they love people, they love Jesus, so why not see how we can help them in, in any way? And, and so that's how it got started. And uh, we, we called up uh, the coaching staff there at Overton High School, and, and we saw if there was any type of need, and they mentioned that uh, for home games, they, they were looking for a place where they could have a meal before their home game. And I said, well, hey, we would love to do that for you, uh, to have a meal ready for your team and your coaching staff. And so that's how the relationship initially got formed, by just thinking, hey, who are our neighbors? You know, just a simple thing uh, like that. So you thought, hey, let's provide this meal for their home games. Mm-hmm. Eric, can you tell us what it looks like on a Friday night when you guys are getting ready to serve these high school students? Yeah, so it's very exciting. There's a lot of people uh, here to work. And, uh, in fact, the meals, like Pastor Lane was uh, talking about, are lasagna. And the first year that we served them, I think there was like a string or so of six games where they won. And so we started calling them Holy Lasagna. And so uh, so everybody was really excited to come prepare Holy Lasagna uh, here with us. And so basically we're just setting up the tables, putting cookies out, uh, drinks, and then we have lasagna and green beans and rolls and you name it. It's a lot of fun for them. So... Well, Doug, yeah. you're the the one non-pastor in the crowd, right? <laughs> do does everyone have a similar role? Do each of you serve a, a similar role or or how do how do you each fill different niches within this ministry? No, that's a it's a great question, Rachel, and it's been it's been fun to watch this develop over the past few years. There's there's people that show up the day before uh, that come together to prepare the lasagna and and get that ready even before game day on Friday. Then on Friday, there's a group that shows up quite early to get the room prepped and tablecloths on the tables and silverware out and and the places set. There's a group that will serve, and then there's many that just come 
and sit with the players and talk to them and get to know them as individuals uh, and then to share their faith stories and encourage the young man on. So, now everybody doesn't have the same role, and it's fun to watch people use the gifts that God's given them to to reach out to these young men and uh, be formative in, in their lives uh, as a pregame exercise. I can imagine that over the course of a season and then um, over many seasons as some of these students come back to the team uh, the following year or the year after that, I can imagine that there are some relationships that are being built between your church members and the guys from the team. Certainly. uh, We're very excited that uh, the quarterback of the team now finishes his fourth year of coming here and will head off to university, and and we celebrate that with him. Uh, as well as some of his teammates that were freshmen when we started this and are now seniors and will be going off to college. So, uh, yeah, it's it's very exciting to, to watch them grow as well, young men. Let me ask you this. I know that football teams have, it's not just like the, the players on the team. You have um, the people who, like the coaches and the support staff and everything for a team. Are the adults of the team involved with this project as well? Do they come in and have holy lasagna with them? They they do so it's it's awesome getting to greet the coaches, particularly the head coach. He's a he's a really cool guy, uh, Coach Steve Williams, and they just bring a atmosphere of excitement uh, along with them too, and fun talking with them. And then they kind of encourage the youth and the guys to just mingle and and visit and and talk uh, as well. And so it's it's a complete group who comes, like the coaching and all of the staff and all of those uh, people, the trainers, everything like that. So, yeah. And I have to tell you, Rachel, one of the most exciting things is when uh, we're waiting for the team and the coaches and uh, the staff to arrive (laughs) for the meal. And this is when we have everything prepped and ready to go, and we're waiting for them to pull into the parking lot, and a group of us will go out to the parking lot and we'll greet them. (laughs) And as they get off the buses, we give them high fives, and we talk to them. We say, hey, beat this team tonight. You know, go on out there, have fun. We're pulling for you. We're praying for you. It really helps build a, a fun atmosphere, but it builds community. And, and relationships uh, doing that. And our congregation has really embraced this, this whole ministry, and, and they love it. They love to go out there and line up and give them those high fives. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it sounds like the it's such a, a beautiful experience for the students and their coaches to mm-hmm. come in and experience this environment. But I also am getting the sense that your church body really loves being involved in this project. They really do. Um, I would say uh, probably about 10 to 15 people help put together the meal. Wouldn't you say that, Pastor Eric? I mean, some show up a, a day earlier and help, and then some show up the, the day of the event and, and help. And it's not always the same people. It, it can be, but not all, always. Uh, but they definitely look forward to that uh, time that we serve over to, and they can't wait to get here. And they're out there participating. And and it's not just serving the food, it's getting to know the guys and building a relationship and being friendly and and uh, loving our community like Christ has told us to. Well, Doug, I'm wondering if you would mind sharing, what are some of the the neatest ways you've seen God work in this ministry? Absolutely. Be glad to. to. I mean, it's wonderful to watch the smiles on the faces of these young men and, and relationships grow, but it's also really 
need to watch how our members grow in, in serving others. And the last two years, we've expanded this program to not only feed the team before their home meal, but at the beginning of the season, when they have their first scrimmage, we take the meal on the road and we go to their school and families from our church will help prepare hot dogs and hamburgers and we feed both teams, their families, everybody at the school uh, for the scrimmage that day. And, and to watch our families eagerly go participate, watching our young children, our youth participate and join this outreach ministry has really been rewarding. So when this started, were you expecting to see a true partnership between this team and your church? You know, I didn't know what to expect, in all honesty. All I knew was that it was something that uh, I felt like God wanted us to get to know our neighbors, and specifically Overton High School. But God took care of the rest. He has really developed the relationship, and He's done things through it that I never would have thought uh, were possible. I, I never would have thought that. So uh, you, you trust in God, you, you, you follow Him, you love God, you love people, uh, and He seems to take care of the rest. He, he really does, and He's done that with this ministry. It's crazy how that happens, huh? Mm-hmm. And, and Rachel, an example of, of the unexpected uh, is probably best demonstrated by this past summer. Our academy at our church was in the process of renovating their playgrounds, and there was a tractor-trailer load of mulch that needed to be spread, and the coach showed up with a busload of football players, and over the next three hours, and many wheelbarrow loads, they spread all the mulch for the academy at no expense to the church, and uh, it was just a fabulous blessing to us, totally unexpected, and it was great to see these young men wanting to give back after we had been serving them. Uh, so, yeah, God is amazing in, in that way. Wow, that's really incredible to see them respond to the to the gifts that you've been giving to them and, and serving them and in the community that they also are using their, their skills to give back to you. That's so great. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this ministry is sponsored by the church, and I'm wondering what it is that compels the three of you to reach out to the guys down the street on the football team, or maybe even just the other neighbors in your community, whether it's the elderly couple across the street? Well, I would say, you know, Jesus Christ, he has shown us tremendous love by giving his life for us and loving us and serving us in in every way possible. Um, And our response to what Christ has done uh, is to love Him and to love other people. And, of course, the Great Commission, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Um, But God has put this uh, on us uh, as a church and as individual Christians uh, to share that love of Jesus with people in our midst. And it has to start where you live, you know, with your family, with your neighbors, and in your communities. And and there are people all around us who who need Jesus, who need help. We just have to open our eyes and look, and and they're right there in front of us. And God has placed them there uh, for us to reach out to. 
with the gospel of Jesus Christ and his great love. Well, I was just going to ask you each, which what piece of advice or wisdom you might give to somebody who says, man, this sounds really cool. I want to do something like this, but they just don't really know how to start. Like, what's one piece of advice you might give them? Let's all three of you get a chance. Pastor Lane, what would you say? Well, I would say make sure that you get a good deal on your lasagna. No. <laughs> <laughs> have a good recipe. <laughs> right, right. Have a good recipe so they win six games in a row. Uh, <laughs> I would say this. You know, just go out there and try some things as a church. Yeah. You know, find out who your neighbors are. Find out the needs in your community. And don't hesitate to, to go out there and initiate a conversation. Uh, with a school or a group of people and 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 see how you can help them. Uh, like I said, there are opportunities all around us. We just have to open our eyes and and of course, pray and seek God's wisdom and his guidance on on what we are to do. But I would say, go for it. Uh, a lot of times we're just we're too fearful or we're hesitant to engage people around us because we don't know them or or whatever it may be. Uh, but yet God has given us this charge to go there for, and, and um, you know, eternal life uh, is on the line, and we have the greatest message. And uh, I believe God is counting on us to take that to our community and to our world. So we just have to go out there and, and trust God and, and do it. That's a great piece of advice. Doug, what would you say? I think we are sent by God to, to go into our neighborhoods and and serve others. And so just look around, see what the opportunities God has presented you with, and then be bold. Uh, go and ask, how can I help? God's placed you here. Ask them what you can do, just like we asked those coaches what we could do to help their football team. There's any number of opportunities right in your own backyard. So pray and then be bold. Okay, Pastor Eric. So I second everything that they, the Pastor Lane and Doug have said. The one piece that I would probably add on to it is don't be afraid to maybe change things or shake things up, too, if you're seeing that something just isn't working. If, if it's something that you thought, you know, this is going to be the best thing and this is how we need to go, and then you just get into it and you realize maybe there's a different way that needs to uh, this needs to take. Uh, don't be afraid to just, you know, tweak things. Like, like Doug was saying, be bold. It starts with just one step, going out the door and looking and seeing who your neighbors are, like Pastor Lang was saying, and just reaching out. And it's all about Christ, and it's all for His grace and his proclamation in his name because he loved us first and he loves the entire world. And so we get to take that out and share it with those who may not know it yet. Well, I got to say that listening to you guys talk about this ministry is super exciting. Hearing the energy and the excitement in your voices and the camaraderie in your group, um, it just helps give me a vision of what it must be like to be in the midst of your community on those Friday nights. And um, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you for what you're doing. Well, Well, thank you, Rachel. Thank you for having us. And we really (laughs) enjoyed this. And and we we pray that other people and congregations and 
Christians will will think about uh, doing things like this, getting to know their neighbors and uh, sharing the love of Christ with their communities. Absolutely. And it's such a great time for you guys to be investing in the lives of these young people and um, offering um, that encouragement and helping to, you know, encourage them forward in their lives as a godly influence. And um, I'm so thankful for everything that Our Savior Lutheran in Nashville is doing. And I'm very thankful that all three of you had time to join us today on Action and Ministry. Thank you so much, Rachel, for the opportunity to share our story. And uh, please feel free to come join us any Friday night in the fall for for lasagna and football. You know, I just might do that. (laughs) Holy lasagna and football. (laughs) According to recent research reports by the Barna Research Group, 64% of Christians received the gift of faith in Jesus before their 18th birthday. These boys on the Overton football team are in this critical window of time when young people are still more open to the gospel. Jesus calls us to go. Go down the street to your public school. Go across the street to your neighbor. Scatter the seeds of God's love right where he has planted you. You never know how God will work. You might become a young football player's biggest cheerleader, and they just might become your biggest fan. Who would want to miss that? That's Action and Ministry. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rachel Legute. Thank you for listening to Action in Ministry. We'd love to hear how you and your church are ministering to your community. To submit ideas for this podcast, visit our website, lhm.org forward slash action, and send us an email.